Today, the World Health Organization officially announced that this is a global pandemic. I have decided to take several strong but necessary actions to protect the health and well-being of all Americans. To keep new cases from entering our shores, we will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. The new rules will go into effect Friday at midnight. That, of course, is former American President Donald Trump speaking in March 2020. Since then, the US has been pretty much off limits to all but a few UK and European citizens. But there is a light now at the end of that particular tunnel. President Biden set to reopen the border again early in November, is what we understand. Lots of questions remaining, of course, including what testing and vaccination certification might be required. Well, San Francisco Airport is hoping to see a rapid return of passengers with their vaccination tourism scheme, which has already jabbed thousands of people. The majority of those are not US citizens. They've been unable to access a vaccine in their home country. San Francisco Airport is offering travellers the opportunity to get vaccinated on arrival with a free Johnson & Johnson one-shot COVID vaccine. Times Radio's Andrew Wright has been speaking to the airport's public information officer, Doug Yakel. That policy has really been one of the major reasons why our airport has been slow to recover passenger activity. And as we compare our airport to other U.S. airports, SFO has such a large mix of international travelers. The fact that it's been difficult for visitors from other countries to enter the United States has hindered our recovery, so to speak. There's many U.S. airports that do not rely on such a large mix of international travelers. They've recovered uh, nearly 100% of their pre-pandemic activity, whereas we continue to sit around the 50% mark, uh, due in large part to that reliance on international travel. So we've been very vocal throughout the pandemic about relaxing restrictions so that it would be easier for non-U.S. visitors to enter the country. And we're obviously very excited about the Biden administration announcement that uh, those restrictions would be relaxed in early November. We're already seeing international airlines adjusting their flight schedule in anticipation of an increased ability for people to travel and an increased demand. And, And it really mirrors what's been happening throughout this pandemic. And that is uh, once airlines and airports establish some basic assurances for health and safety, we have seen a continuous pent-up demand for travel. And we've essentially spent the last year and a half working to remove the barriers that existed to allow people to really travel at the level that they want to. So tell us a bit about your vaccine tourism scheme. Absolutely. So this was uh, kind of an interesting and unintended development uh, since the start of the Since vaccines first became available, we were very focused on uh, providing priority access to our airport workers, understanding that in order for us to run an airport and keep passengers safe, we also needed to assure the safety of the people that work at our airport. So initially, our focus was on creating an availability for airport workers. And by the time we established a regular ongoing vaccine capability at our airport in our medical clinic, we found that a lot of airport workers had already been vaccinated. And so we had this capability, we had the supply, and we really started opening it up to more sectors. We started opening it up to travelers who might be passing through our airport. Uh, The focus being on the single dose Johnson & Johnson, which makes it easier for people that are passing through, not having to come back and and get a second dose. 
Um, so opening it up to the traveling public was the next step. But what we saw was very interesting. And that was, we saw more and more foreign visitors coming to our airport to get their vaccine. And as we would talk with a lot of these visitors, we found that they weren't just coming strictly to get the vaccine. They were coming for other reasons. They were coming to visit friends and family. They might've been coming for business, but while they were here, they were taking advantage of that availability to get themselves an, a vaccine because maybe in their home country, access was a little bit more difficult. We're now at a point where two thirds of all the vaccines that we've given at our medical clinic are for non-US citizens. And we've now given out vaccines to visitors from 81 countries around the world. So that's a little over 40% of all of the world's countries have had a resident get a vaccine at our airport, which is amazing. Since we started the ongoing single dose vaccine at our medical clinic, we've given out nearly 3,000 doses. And of those 3,000, uh, about 70% have been given to non-US citizens. So this is a program that's seen a lot of interest. And for us, it serves multiple purposes. Number one, it ensures that our supply of vaccines go to good use, that they're not wasted. It helps promote tourism in our region and helps promote the economic benefit that tourism brings to our region. And big picture, it helps accelerate the vaccination rate around the world. In other words, it helps align that difference between demand and supply that exists around the world. So the faster we can get the world vaccinated, the better off we'll all be. In terms of people wanting to access the scheme, how easy is it to get an appointment? It's very easy. And we do actually ask that people make an appointment. We, we prefer not to handle walk-ins. Uh, and, and especially for an international traveler, we want them to have the certainty that they've got to confirm an appointment before they board their aircraft and, and make this a part of their visit into the United States. So uh, we've got a website, flysfo.com, and it's very easy to make a reservation to book an appointment online. Uh, so you have that certainty before you travel to the U.S. And how important is the European and the U.K. market for San Francisco International Airport? It's a very important part. Uh, you know, SFO being on the West Coast of the United States, uh, Asia is obviously a very large portion of our travel. Uh, but uh, European travel is probably going to be the first sector that recovers for us. It's probably going to lead the international recovery ahead of Asia. So for us, it's very important that we start to see that recovery wherever we can. And if it begins in Europe, that's really good for our airport, that's good for our local economies. And as we chart, airlines returning to the SFO airport, it's really being led by European carriers. Probably the latest example, Virgin Atlantic, uh, just resuming service from Heathrow on October 2nd. So we're very encouraged by that. And we expect we'll have more European carriers, not only resuming service at SFO, but expanding their schedule to more closely match what they were doing pre-pandemic.